So I really just kind of want to give you guys permission, I guess, to say it's okay to experience something, to have other interests, other business interests in your life and to say, not right now. I haven't given my all and put the amount of energy that I know that I can into building up this current business model and my revenue in the current business before I move on to something else. Welcome to a whole lot of shift podcast, the podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. I do have my iced coffee in hand, and tis the season. It is that pumpkin spice time, so I got a little pumpkin cold brew. However, I do have to say, I typically alter mine from the cold brew that they have at most places especially the pumpkin flavors because they put a lot of sugar in them. So I, I usually make adjustments to that and I made adjustments to this one today. So the only sugar was in the, the pumpkin foam that they make. You really got to ask a lot of questions when you order your coffee. I'll save that conversation for another day, but there was sugar in the foam, but not the coffee itself. So anyways, cheers. Your drink of choice. It does happen to be five o'clock my time on a Friday, which is again, like I said, I just had the energy. If you catch this, great. If not, you know, but drop me a comment if you catch the replay and you're in the group. And if you're not in the group, what the heck are you doing? Okay, so a couple of things. Where we last left off, my last Monday mindset, I wanted to hop on and really talk to you guys about shiny object syndrome. That's kind of where we left off. And I had several things happen today that just really, really resonated with me and this topic. And so that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about today. So I'm going to kind of share a little bit of a story and and talk to you guys about, about how to prevent that shiny object syndrome. Now, I want to start off by saying, you know, one of the things that I share is that this is a podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. And I think that there's, this is where we really get caught up because there's a real difference between saying, I'm multi-passionate and I I have a lot of different things that I'm super passionate about and that I I love doing and that I've been able to create those passions into a business. And then there's shiny object syndrome and where you're kind of just jumping from thing to thing. And those are two very different things, right? So I kind of want to talk about that and hone that in a little bit, if at all possible. So what I'm talking about here is when you've kind of got like 10 different irons in the fire and you're never really able to focus on any one or the moment you start one, you go out and you find several other things, therefore never having finished what you started. And now you've got several things going at once and none of them are complete and you're not giving your undivided attention to any one of them because you're now you're spread super thin, right? That's very different than saying I have intentionally incorporated 
several of my passions into my life and into my business. This is very different. So I had a couple things happen today. And so I wanted to just kind of talk about that. Give me one second. So here's where my thoughts were on this. I was talking to, was, was on a call. I was on a coaching call earlier this morning. And one of the things that we were talking about was all the things that we're grateful for. And, and so we were kind of going around the room. And one of the things that somebody shared was that they had volunteered someplace this last week. And it really brought them back to the old corporate America job that they previously had. And they walked into this situation and it was in a business setting that they have not been a part of for about four years now. But it was like, it was like their old self just naturally fell right into it, knew exactly what to do, picked up right where they left off. It was like they had never left that type of job or that business or whatever. And, 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 you know, they kind of had that adrenaline rush from experiencing all of that. And the beauty of this and the gratitude was that they were able to do this from a feeling of I'm here because I want to be, I get to do this. I get to be a part of this. And this gets to be a part of my life and, and what I'm doing. And I don't have to rely on it in order to make money. I don't depend on it in order to have a roof over my head or, you know, food in my stomach, whatever the situation might be, right? Like there's a difference between being really good and skilled and passionate at something and being those things and having to rely on it. It almost, it almost starts to strip you of feeling like it's something that you can be passionate about, right? Like it kind of strips those feelings away from you a little bit. And so when she was speaking about this, it really kind of brought back to me the conversation that I wanted to have with you guys about shiny object syndrome, because there's a really big difference between saying, oh my gosh, I just experienced this thing. I know that this is something that I kick ass at. I get this huge adrenaline rush when I do it. And so I know that I'm good at it. I know that if I wanted to make money at it, I already know that I can because I've done that in the past. And then saying, but I want to do this on my own terms, right? I don't have to turn this into something that I now rely on to, to make money. Yes, this is something that I enjoy. Maybe it's something that I have a passion for, but I get to now dictate that on my own terms. And I now get to do it from a place of absolute service and gratitude. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't have to become something that I have to do. I don't have to turn around and spread myself super thin and have 10 irons in the fire in order to do this. This is just something that I get to be a part of and add into my life, right? And it just really brought back to me the whole idea that we'll see things and we'll we'll get that feeling inside of us, right? Like, oh my gosh, I feel this adrenaline rush. I so got this. I kick ass at this. This is awesome. This is amazing. And, 
and then we kind of get those ideas. Oh my gosh, well, maybe I should just add this to my business. Maybe I should just add this to my life. And maybe, you know, I should just go, go all in on this thing. What am I doing? Maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. And, and before you know it, the wheels are, are spinning in all sorts of circles and you don't really know if you're coming or going and, and, and what you're doing. And I just want to say that you get to experience both right? Like you get to say, I have, I have something that I'm super passionate about that I really enjoy and I love, but, and instead of, but, and I get to determine if it's something that I want to make money from. And I think that's such a powerful thought to have. And that's such an incredible place to be in. The other thing that that I want us to think about. So that's the first thing. The first thing being that just because it's something that you are passionate about, it's something that you are really, really good at, it's something that you've done in the past and that you could make money on, doesn't necessarily mean that you should all of a sudden go, you know, head deep into this new venture. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to become something that you put all of your energy into and make money from. You can be passionate in multiple things and and you don't have to incorporate all of them. You get to decide where you're going to incorporate them. And the other part of that that I want to speak to, okay, that was this morning. (laughs) I'm going to incorporate these stories a little bit. So that was on the coaching call this morning. And this was, it was beautiful to hear somebody saying, look, this is something I did for many, many years. And this is something that I know that I'm good at, but now I get to come at it from this different place. Then later on this afternoon, I was talking to somebody who has kind of been switching gears a little bit in their business and was saying, man, I got to experience that thing that I used to do in my business previously. I haven't done it in a while. I decided to move away from it because I didn't enjoy the way it kind of, it was running my life instead of me running it. You know, one of the things that we want to make sure that we're doing is that our we build our business around our life instead of building our life around our business. And so that's, I think, what she was experiencing was a situation where her, she was at one point in time having to build her life around her business and it just wasn't working. And so she went into another area and so, you know, something else that she's really freaking good at. And, but then recently she had volunteered for something and got called back into an area that she previously had a business in. And as she experienced that, and as she experienced that adrenaline rush, she said, mm, I don't know, I'm really, really enjoying this. And I forgot how much I enjoyed it. And I forgot like how amazing I feel feel when I do this. And it was after that when she was really shining in her very best light because she's really freaking good at it. And, and because she loves it so much, this is the other part of this is you can be good at something, but it might not be something that you enjoy doing all the time, right? This was something she enjoyed doing all the time, but it wasn't fitting into her lifestyle. And so the conversation that we got to have today was, how can that look different for you now? You know, does it have to be that 
this becomes your primary business? Or is this something that you can incorporate into the life you have now built for yourself and the way your life looks today and the way your business looks today? And so we got to kind of have that conversation of, is this just a passion or is this something that you really want to do and incorporate to your business? And how can we set up those boundaries? A couple of weeks ago, one of the things that I talked about was self-care and setting boundaries. And I was talking about that as it related to external validation. And one of the things that I was saying was that one of the best forms of self-care is setting boundaries for yourself. And sometimes we don't think of that as self-care, right? But here's the thing, again, um, bringing this back into shiny object syndrome, this was really a conversation that we got to have to say, how can this fit into your business? How can this fit into your life? Because we want your business to be built around the life that you have. Like we don't want to be creating a business that we've suddenly got to try to figure out how to live. And so we got to have that conversation and the realization that it fits beautifully in the new business that she's creating. It's truly an additional service offering for her. And the beauty is that she is able to come at it now from a very different place because she now has been building up other opportunities for herself and her current service offerings that she's able to say, yes, I want to incorporate this into my business. And here's the boundaries that I'm going to create with it. I'm only going to accept, you know, this number of clients per year or per month or however she wants to outline that. And here's the the pricing that I want to put around that to ensure that I, I maintain that boundary, right? Sometimes when we're pricing our offers, it's not just about what the client or customer is needing from that service, but so much about the pricing around your offer also has to do with you because you've got to feel really freaking good about it, right? You've got to feel like, I feel so freaking good about this price point and about this offer that this, I know I'm going to be able to maintain my own boundaries and keep my word to myself because I feel so good about what I'm offering with this service at this price point. I'll get into that and do a different, a different, a different recording because I think that's a really important topic to cover. But just speaking back to that shiny object syndrome, her head was kind of spinning as all of this was playing out and she suddenly had people approaching her going, oh my gosh, do you do this as part of your business? I, I'm given, gonna give your name to others as well because I wanna use your services and I know that they wanna use this if, you, if you're doing this. And, and she suddenly caught herself going, wait, I hadn't planned to go back into that service area because it was taking over my life and I didn't enjoy that part of it. I enjoyed doing it. I didn't like the way it was taking over my life. And so this is where it becomes super freaking important that you're building a business around the life that you want to live instead of the opposite. And so I, th I feel like this is just 
it hit me as we were talking about this and and really honing in on the difference between you experiencing a shiny object syndrome and or you experiencing something that you know you can incorporate into you your business. The other key takeaway that I want you to have from this today, it's really important before you do go diving into, oh, hey, you know what? I can just incorporate this right into my service offering and I can just incorporate this into my business and I'll take this off. Here's what I would say to you. And I I had heard this, this was several years back. I had gone to, I'd gone to a conference this Way back in the day, I was I was actually selling something for an MLM. So this is interesting. But the the speaker that they had was not part of the MLM and they were they were incredible. But one of the things that they talked about was you don't want to be stretching yourself thin and having 10 different service offer offerings, right? The point is pick just a couple things, like two, max three. Honestly, I don't know that I would advise three. If you had three different offerings, I would say you'd that would probably be for something that let's say number three was something you already had in your back pocket and it was so super easy for you to integrate that, yeah, it was just like a no-brainer, like a no-brainer, nothing, nothing extra for you. And I say that because ideally what you want to have is just a couple of things, one or two things. And get really, really freaking good at those couple of things. I mean, really good. Grow those things, whatever they are, okay? Just pick a couple. Get really, really good. Stay focused on those two things. Make it, you. there's several things you want to do. You want to make it replicatable. You want to make it um, something that you could easily repurpose. Um, you just, you want to take that and you want to get really freaking good at it so that you can replicate it over and over and over until it does become something that's a no brainer for you. This is something that I've been working a lot with my clients on is saying, where can you repurpose this? Let's stop reinventing the wheel. What is something that you can replicate easily? over and over or repurpose in another manner. Get really, really good at that. If you've got a signature talk that you could replicate over and over and just make a couple of fine tunes to across a few different audiences, do that. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. It's not necessary. I think sometimes we get really caught up, again, Speaking to that multi-passionate mind, we get really caught up. Oh, but I also live this and I'm also really good at this. And I get it. I hear you. I want you to pick no more than two. Get really effing good at it so that you can replicate it over and over. Build your business. Build a consistent revenue. And then think about, okay, is there something else that I want to incorporate now in my board because that can happen too. <laughs> Where am I at with this? Is this now allowing me to scale and grow? No point in trying to scale or grow if you haven't even given the first one or two things your all. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like I see this so often. They're like, well, I'm not going to grow. Okay, well, 
You're not growing because you haven't done one thing consistently yet, right? So that's that's the other part. Pick no more than two things. Get really freaking good at those things before you consider moving on. Make sure they're replicatable. The other piece of this that I, oh, the other piece of this story that I wanted to share. This was so funny to me. And this goes back to building building your business around your life. So I was, just before I went live, part of the other reason why I had like this big urge to just turn on the microphone and, and, and go live in my group and record this today was because I was, I was scrolling on social media. I hadn't really opened up any social media today. And so here I was, it was almost five o'clock my time. So I finally, I opened social media and I'm scrolling and I see, I see somebody who, who I've known for, oh gosh, probably 10 years now. I don't know. You know, she's another, she's a multi-passionate woman as well. She's been running several businesses and she's been running several businesses for a while. She's got like a spa and beauty service that she owns. She has a storefront boutique, an online boutique. She has two young children, very young, like one, maybe, maybe pre-K age. And then the other one, early elementary, like just very young. And I feel like she has one other business. Anyways, the point being, she had posted on her social media. She was like, hey, I am stretched too thin. I freaking love my boutique business, but it's come to my attention that I just can't keep going this way. I'm not able to do the things with my kids that I want to be able to do. So if somebody is interested in running a storefront and online boutique, please reach out because I'd love to be able to keep these at the storefront of my spa. I just cannot, I can't, you know, if you're interested in buying that portion of the business, et cetera, reach out. And of course, me being the multi-passionate girly that I am. For those of you who don't know, and I don't know that I've really shared this much. One of the things that I did several years back, one of the businesses that I had was an online boutique. And I freaking loved, 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 loved running that business. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was fun. It was exciting. It was I, 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 I loved it. If you know me, I'm a shopper. Like I'm seriously like a shopaholic. So like just, you know, getting any kind of new inventory in, et cetera, was just, I mean, that part was exciting. Trying things on, describing the fabrics, getting to learn about some of the fabrics that, that would come in. Like I, I freaking loved it. The way that they fit, the way that they felt, you know, and then going online and trying to describe that to somebody the people that I would meet, I just, oh my God, I love that business so much. And there's been a part of me for a while now that has been like, man, if there was one thing that I would want to do again, it would be that I would do it very, 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 very differently. There are several reasons why I don't want to say that that business failed. I want to say that I didn't give that business a real chance. One, to start off with how it started, I started, huh? Oh, this is a doozy. I started as part of an MLM. There were all sorts of issues with that. 
So then I, I quit the MLM so that I no longer got any inventory from that and kind of branched off from my own thing. But here is, here is how low the confidence was and the fear of me putting myself out there and having family notice or friend, old friends notice. I had gone so far, I had created separate social media profiles for this boutique that more or less, I don't want to say it didn't look like me, but like, I don't know. I guess it didn't look like me. And here's how wild it was. Like, I remember like one of my, one of my aunts reached out to me and she's like, Hey, you know, Facebook did like a suggested friend and it looks like you have another profile. And I was like, Oh no, Oh no, 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 aunts, no, don't that's, that's no, just ignore that. Mm -mm. I don't want to tell you anything about that. I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't want to share it. I don't want you friending that profile. I like, I, I, I don't know how I ever thought I was going to get business. I put that profile on like such a lockdown mode. It's funny to me that I even was able to run the online boutique as long as I did. And I think I was able to do it as long as I did because of all the various shopping groups that I was a part of. And, and I would like collaborate with several other people who had online boutiques and we would like swap inventory sometimes and we would just do all sorts of stuff. But so I, yeah, so I saw this post today and I was like, oh, she's selling her storefront and online boutique. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I would kind of love to go back to that. And then I was like, okay, hold on. Let's think about this for just a minute. She's asking for somebody to also take over the storefront. Is storefront something that would fit into my lifestyle right now? No, not right now. I'm not going to say no, never. But definitely not right now. I travel quite a bit. I travel probably, well, this whole summer I've traveled once a month. And sometimes I'm gone for a couple of weeks at a time. In July, I was, you know, I was traveling for like three weeks. And I, so I would need, you know, you know, the support and the way that I would need to build that business model to be able to do all the other things that I'm wanting to do in my life right now and still run a storefront doesn't really fit where I'm at right now. Again, I'm not going to say that it's a no forever, but I also know the work that would need to go into it and what I would need to do up front to even build it up to a place to where I could have other people help me run it when I wasn't available to be storefront. And again, how would that fit into my current business? How thin would that stretch me? I'm stretched thin right now as it is. How could I do that? I'm, I'm stretched thin. The person who owns it is fessing up to the fact that it does take a lot of work. You know, it's like I had to put the pause button on that, that shiny object that I was seeing that was bringing back memories and fun and in all the parts that I did love. But I had to take a step back and go, okay, where does this fit in my current business model? Where does this fit in how I'm living my life? And is this something that I enjoy? 
Or is this something that I am willing to say, I want to make money from this right now. I want to monetize this right now. And the answer was that none of that fit right now. None of that fit. A part of me wishes that maybe it did, but I'm also totally okay that it doesn't. So I really just kind of want to give you guys permission, I guess, to say it's okay to experience something, to be, to have other interests, other business interests in your life and to say, not right now. I haven't given my all and put the amount of energy that I know that I can into building up this current business model and my revenue in the current business before I move on to something else, right? We want to stick with one to two things and get really freaking good and masterful at those first, make it replicatable before moving on to the next thing. Have I done that? The answer was no. So I had to take a pause and go, okay, well, there's only one or two ways around this. Either I completely stop what I'm doing and I tried this other thing. And when I looked at that, well, but now I'm back to this doesn't fit into my current lifestyle. That's not building a business around my life. That would mean stopping a portion of my life for a period of time to build the business, which for some folks, that's what they want to do. And if that is you and that's what you want to do, do it. I'm not saying don't do it, but you really need to think how long, how long is that going to take to build? Is that how you want to, is that how you want to do that? So here's my, here's the thing. Here's the, the points that I want you to remember today. You get to have multiple passions and you don't necessarily have to monetize them all. It's important to realize where you want to build your business up around your life. The second thing is get really, really freaking good at one to two things and make them replicatable before you go moving on and investing your energy, money, anything into something else. Get really freaking good at the first two. Make that a business that gives you what you need before you move on. And yeah, I think those are the, those are the points. And it's okay to, to experience something and decide that I don't want to monetize this. And or I just, I just had another, sorry. My second point, my second story was that you could have something that, that you realize, hey, this could easily fit within my, my current service model and my current business. I simply need to establish the boundaries around that. And I need to decide how I want that to be a part of my business so that I'm building my business around my life. And I get to do that. And I get to do that on my own terms. I think that's really important to understand. All right. That's why I wanted to hop on today. I had the energy and the thoughts were here. And listen, sometimes in the moment, that's just that's just where you need to be. So thank you if you were able to hop on. I appreciate it. And if you're not part of the group and you're not watching this live, what are you doing? Get in here and come join the group. And until next time, keep making shift happen.